Welcome to the Ham Time Podcast with Burke Granger. It's your boy, Big Time Hammer Time. There's Burke. What's happening, Green Eggs? Um, not much, Ham Time. You sound a little um, subdued today. It's like you're auditioning for bar. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought I was in great voice. It is a great voice, but you're just not your normal energetic self. It's more like uh, joining me today is the author of... Oh, that's not bad. You know, we we got... I think the listeners might like that. We'll do a little informative stuff where we're like smart and smart and intelligent. <laughs> I think we can pull it off. <laughs> Uh, that would be funny to do, to try to do once. Um, well, I thought I, this happened to me yesterday. I've been kind of thinking about it a little yeah. bit. Thought I'd, thought I'd just share it with the listeners. Um, so I went to Panera yesterday, get, get a little food after work. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there's, there's kind of a long line. So I get in the back of the line and then right after me, a couple walks in and I see this the guy and the girl, I see, notice the guy, like he's got, he's wearing a red Ohio state coat. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, that's a lot like the red Ohio state coat I'm wearing right now. We're coat <laughs> twins. So we're at the end of the line and it's a pretty long line. And now like Panera has their menu hanging up on the wall behind the cash register. Right. But, but the line is so long that from where we are, you can't see it, but also their menu, like, wraps around the wall to our right Mm -hmm. and like we're close enough to the wall on the right that you can see that from where we're standing so anyways this the girl who's with the guy like goes off to the right to like look at the menu and then she like kind of works her way forward and then she's like done looking at the menu and like looking at her phone and then she she starts walking back towards where we are in line and like she gets behind me <laughs> and i'm standing there just like nothing's going on and uh then like a second later like i have my hand like on my hip <laughs> just standing there and then like a second later i know like i notice uh she like puts her arm inside my elbow like how girls do when they're walking down the street yeah. guys but i <laughs> I like did not react to this at all. I just completely <laughs> stayed standing still, looking straight. And so, and she like came up from behind me, so she's just like seeing the back of my head, and I'm not seeing her at all. Yeah. Just she has her arm there, and I'm like, "What is going on?" And then, and then I can feel like she's like an inch behind my head too. And then she goes, "They don't have any of them," and, and then like. Then I, I turn my head around, so we're staring right at each other, and she goes, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I love this and story. Then, and then what I did, the only thing I did was went. <laughs> I just what laughed really loud. What a hilarious misunderstanding. Yeah, and then, uh, so then she was, like, I think understandably, like, freaked out and just, like, went back to the guy with the real red coat that she was aiming for and then i turned around to the front of the line and but then like the awkward thing another awkward part was like the line was still long so we were both all just like still standing there for like 
10 minutes. <laughs> so question, Ham Time, uh, and I have several questions. Mm, um, good. One, was she, was she attractive? Um, no. I mean, I'm sure she was on the inside. Right. You're asking physical appearance? So was... Well, what was wrong with her? No, I, I mean, you don't need to go any further than that. That was good enough. Um, what about the guy himself? Like, the fact that she mixed you two up, that you, you know, part of you looked at the guy and was like, you know, either flattered at the look of the guy or you're like, uh, man, I look better than that. <laughs> How did she confuse us? Well, like, when they walked in, I did notice, like, the red coat he had on, but I never, like, looked at the guy's face or anything. But, you know, if this girl wasn't, like, that awesome, I can safely assume then the guy wasn't also, was also not that awesome, right? There's typically a correlation there. Yeah, I mean, that's, we can say that. That's how it works. There's a question. So she, put, she puts her arm on you, or, or she holds your hand, essentially. And you don't do any. You don't correct her. Like, how long would you? How long would you have taken this? Like, <laughs> gotten married uh, on the honeymoon? Yeah, that's funny. It seemed like a long time in the moment, but I'm sure it wasn't really like more than two seconds. But also, I think like, I think in the back of my head, I was like thinking that it was a possibility that like someone I knew came in after me and was like doing something weird to me to like get me to jump <laughs> and freak out or something. <laughs> so I was like, nope, you're not you're not gonna get me. I'm staring straight. <laughs> uh, you should have just looked at her deadpan and, instead of your awkward laugh and just said, they don't have what? Finish your sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that would have been yeah. good, man, if I could redo that. Funny stuff. I bet she's telling that story Probably. on her podcast tonight. There's another funny thing I thought about because like seven, it only took like seven seconds after this thing ended for me to go like, oh, wow, I'm definitely going to talk about that on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Have, have you ever had anything happen like that where you thought that like right away? Yeah, that's how my life is now. Where I'm, that, <laughs> my story at Costco last week, I immediately was like, "Oh, I got to tell Ham Time this on the podcast." Oh, that's weird. Yeah, because I think that's like the first time that ever happened to me like that. Yeah, well, I, yeah. I pretty much just try to get myself in awkward situations so we have material to talk about. Classic Michael Scott quote is like, "What does he say?" He's like. I happen to enjoy the hilarious hijinks I get myself into. <laughs> uh, so, that was a good time. Fun had by all. So, what did you end up getting? A little bread bowl action? Ooh. I did the old pick two, and I did... I always do cheddar broccoli and turkey bacon bravo sandwich. Cheddar broccoli is the soup? Yep. Yeah, that's good. And a baguette. Yeah. Cheddar, cheddar broccoli soup is like, you feel good because you're like, oh, I'm just eating soup. But that's got to be like the worst soup you can get. Yeah. I mean, the base is cheese. Yeah. Well, hey, no, the base is soup. <laughs> Stop it. No, it's good. It's a good winter, good winter soup, too. Mm hmm. So that was good. I felt good about myself. That's, the problem with Panera is like, you can go there and feel like you ate decent. And it costs like ten dollars, which like isn't. No, great, I mean, you can afford not, it. 
It's also not terrible. But then, like, three hours later, you're hungry again, for sure. Yeah, because it's those empty carbs, Hampton. Because I went there at, like, 7 last night, and I was going to bed later, and I was like, God, do I have to eat now before I go to bed? <laughs> well, falling asleep hungry is not easy. So, technically, that, that there is a vegetable in that. The broccoli is a vegetable, so you're doing well on your mm-hmm. New Year's resolution to eat, eat more fruits and veggies. Oh, brilliant segue. Yeah. we got to start paying you more, man. Um, Wouldn't take much to be more than zero. Oh. <laughs> Let's see. Should we do an update on my? I mean, it's gonna be boring to hear about these every week. But <coughs> no, everyone we'll wants do a to quick know. Up, we'll do a quick update on my New Year's resolutions. <coughs> wow! Can can we get a longer one next time? <laughs> Is that longer than I'm last trying. week? I'm trying. I don't know. What do you mean? I use it's the same one every time. I know I have to check that. Um okay. Let's start off with a good one. Actually, here's one I didn't mention last week was more thought into podcasts, yeah? which I'm nailing that so far cuz I thought about that Panera story for like 5 I mean, minutes. You, you made up least. the Panera story. I like it. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> um Let's see here. Clean out my fridge. Still, still already did that. <laughs> um, eat more fruits and veggies. I was not even thinking about the cheddar broccoli soup counting, but I like it. There's also shreds of carrots in there, I think, too, now that I think about it. Yeah. So I'm feeling pretty healthy, almost too healthy. <laughs> uh, are, you, are you doing any other fruits and veggies or no? No, I haven't done anything else yet. Do you have a do you do you I go did, to the grocery store? How do you get your food? Sometimes I do, but right now I'm in a stretch where I'm eating out every Oh, you know. that's good. That's good for you. Yeah. <laughs> but the other day I got a salad, so it's not always Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> Although sometimes it is Burger King. <laughs> Well, sometimes it's most definitely Burger King. <laughs> uh, lunch today might have been Skyline. Oh. That's the thing that makes me feel the worst about myself, I think, Skyline. Really? I think so. But how would you know, I guess? Uh, li- I'd say li- all, life choices should make you feel the worst about yourself. But No, like eating-wise. Oh. Stop it. <laughs> well, um, I mean, that's one life choice. 50 push-ups a day? Yeah. All right. We talked about this. Yep. Uh, you convinced me to do 10 a week, 10 a day for the first <laughs> week, and then move up to 20. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Um, so I did 10 the first day, and then zero every day after that, and I'm still doing zero every day. Or are you still sore? For now. Uh, no, I'm not sore anymore, and I said last time I think like I was feeling pretty strong still after the first 10 push-ups, but if I'm being honest, I think it's wearing off a little bit, so maybe I'll get back into that. I'm just going to underline that one real quick, remind myself to start doing that more, maybe throw in some yoga and, and Pilates. Probably You're just probably weak from these uh, these fruits and veggies. You're not getting enough protein, so... 
Wait, wait. Oh, I bet that's well, you get, like, a double gonna, whopper next time. And write down order steak. Double whopper, better yeah. idea. God, whoppers are so good. Um, <laughs> this is weird. I <laughs> that reminds me. I remember one of my high school teachers once. So when I was in high school, our girls were amazing at track and cross country. And I remember our teacher once was like asking the girls in my grade, like, how can you guys like run this much? Like, why do you do that? And I remember one of the girls was like, you just feel really good afterwards. And the teacher goes, I feel really good after I eat a Whopper. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So moving on. um, What else is there? There was something else. Oh, read more books than last year. Huge update. Read a book last week. Finished it yesterday. Wow, that is a big update. So you only read one in all of 2017, but you read it twice. Again, that was Norm McDonald's book. Updating the the listeners. Um, So what did you read this time, Hamtime? I read Doug Stanhope's book, which is called This Is Not Fame. Yeah. Chronicling... Basically, I guess his career in stand-up, but he like focuses on all the terrible shit, I guess, which is more interesting. Like, you don't want to read a book about a comedian who's like, and then I played this theater and they laughed at all my jokes. Right. That'd be a Louis C.K. book. Or a Dane Cook book. Or Aziz. Ooh, it's got a good ring to it. Aziz, yeah. There's another meteoric rise. Um, so it was good. But it's no Norm Macdonald book. Right. I, it's not something you'd read again. <clears throat> ah, who knows? Maybe if I try not, maybe if I switch to 1984 now, I might have to go back to Doug Stanhope's book and read it again. But what, what I will say, though, is this Doug Stanhope book is like what I wanted out of Norm Macdonald's book, even though Norm Macdonald's book is the best ever and everyone should read it and you'll never read another book better than it. But... Um, yeah, it was all about his life and stuff, which was cool. Like, Norm MacDonald's book gets zany and is obviously fake in some parts. And lo- lots of parts. But anyways, we should probably talk about something else, I guess, than did, did, reading did a book. Did Stanhope's Stan girlfriend or wife, like, commit suicide or something like that? She has, like, a long history of men- mental illness. And she... God, this book sounds hilarious. It was... <laughs> <laughs> it's really, yeah, whatever. Um, it's kind of funny, but it also is like makes you think. She, yeah, she had a long history of mental illness. She had a period like a year ago, probably more than that now, where she was like, like Burt Kreischer was at their house like partying, and she told Burt Kreischer like, I'm going to kill myself tomorrow. But then they somehow got her not to. But yeah, she's always had that like... Uh, mental illness. In fact, one of the parts in the book that I liked the most was uh, so Doug, Doug was talking about one show he did where okay, when these guys are doing stand-up in a lot of clubs, like the spotlight's shining mm-hmm. right on them. So when they're looking out in the crowd, they really don't see anything at all. Um, but like when someone heckles them and they're like going after that person, they're just like yelling at where the sound came from. Like a lot of times they don't see the person. So he said like he's had shows where like it'll be like a literally mentally 
handicapped person like, uh. yelling out yelling out stuff and then the comedian will be like you fucking retard and then it'll be like oh my god it really is like a person like that you can't Ooh, say boy. that so one night after one of those shows he was talking to this lady who brought a mentally handicapped person to mm-hmm. the show and he was he was like having a debate with her like I honestly I don't think mentally handicapped people should be allowed at comedy shows because of that <laughs> and they like and he was like we talked about it for a long time and the lady taking care of the person that night was Amy Bingaman who's bingo who's now my girlfriend for the last like 20 years they've been together wow yeah, so that's how they met, which I didn't know, and that's like really fucking it fascinating. Is fascinating. Do you do you think he won that argument though? I'm not sure if I agree with his statement. Um, in I fact, I'm sure I do I not mean, I agree see, with the statement. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely see where he's coming from. Like, it would be easier for him to do his job if he never had to worry about that right. happening. But I think people should be allowed to go where they want to go in the United States of it's America. A bold stance, same time. And it's like. Yeah, that's a sad one because Bingo was saying that, like, she took him there because this particular person was, what they say, deaf and couldn't speak. So I guess he could see but couldn't hear. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking idiot. (laughs) Um, But she said he took him there because, like, he, when he sees other people laugh, then, like, it makes him laugh. And it's like, then he gets to be happy for an hour, and it like kind of breaks your heart to yeah. hear that. Yeah, and Doug Stanhope doesn't want him at his comedy shows because it makes yeah. him uncomfortable. So, what I can't remember after that if he like changed his tune at all or if he still has that stance. But yeah, that's how those two met. That's wild. Like those two have been together. Like if you ever if he ever pops up like on a podcast or something like yeah, I've heard him talk Bingo about it. Bingo is always yeah. So. That's pretty cool. And he also, there's a lot of really interesting stuff in there. It's not like, it's not like funny. It's not that funny. Like you'd expect the comedian's yeah. book to be, but it's, but it's a lot of really interesting stuff. Like he lives in like a weird town in Arizona and like on his podcast, he'll just like give out his address <laughs> and, and people like send him mail and he's talking about like all the different kinds of mail he's gotten and, uh. Yeah, we should start like giving out your address the, on the podcast. I'd get so much mail, yeah. I bet. <laughs> I bet everybody who listens probably has my address <laughs> from like wedding invitations and stuff like that. <clears throat> so, I got one book down, two to go. Oh, you had a goal. You had a goal. Great. Three books. Well, I think we decided that's what I was yeah, supposed to do. Okay, that sounds that sounds right. Because you re- you read I think two I can books do it. last year. I read one book yes. twice. Did you no, forget? No, I didn't forget, already? but like officially in my mind, that's reading two books. Yeah, because I read like a 300-page book and then another 300-page book. It just happened to be right. the same one. I read 600 Did you read this pages. one again on your computer? Yeah, I bought it on iBooks. And you read it on the, just your computer screen. Yeah, right. well, you read it on your computer screen, and then if you have an iPhone, then iBooks is on your phone too and it like somehow automatically uh, gets on your phone sync technology so, so i was like i was like reading it at work on my lunch break and stuff like that too <clears throat> sure lunch break i hear, 
Ham's winking yeah. at me over Skype right now. Stop. We can't go any farther. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that really is awesome. Reading on a laptop, the worst part about reading is, like, the light, I always thought. But now, when you read on your tablet or laptop, you don't need any light. See, I'm a... Because your thing does it for you. It hurts my eyes, ham time, to read with that backlit computer screen or a tablet. I need... Uh, I read paper. I read off paper. Went through a Kindle mm. phase, an old, the old-fashioned Kindle, where it's like... Like the... Where it looks like paper, it's not like lit, and that was fine. Yeah, like the Kindle that the Kindle that was like just for reading yeah. books. But the problem with that is like no one could tell how big the book is I was reading, so they couldn't tell how smart it was. Yeah, that's so. The thing. I like to go in just fucking with a thousand page book and be like, <laughs> "Boom! Look at this thing." <laughs> Even though I've still I've been uh, reading it y- for the past three years. <laughs> yep, still reading it. It's huge. Yeah. There's like. There's like a mental thing about that too, I think, because like the iBooks version of books, it's like there's not as much on a page. So like this book was like 500 pages in iBooks, but if I bought the real book, it's probably only like 300, I would guess. Yeah, I like looking at the pages. So like, like if I finish a chapter, I'm like, oh, and I look at the book sideways, like, oh, how far did I get through? Yep, this far, yeah. a millimeter, and then. And then you're like, how, <laughs> like, how long's the next chapter? And you're like, seven pages. I can't read that tonight. <laughs> and then you go to bed. Yep, that's exactly how it is. <laughs> uh, so I'll be, I'll be sure to keep you update, updated. We're gonna. If you loved hearing us talk about me reading a book, buckle <laughs> your seatbelt because we're gonna fucking do it. Do you all have the a next book picked out? I read yet? a book. I don't know. I still have 1984 bought that I haven't read yet. This, if you're if you're a new listener, 1984 is the book I started reading after I read Norm Macdonald's book, and after like one chapter, I was like, this isn't as funny as Norm Macdonald's no. book. So I read, I went back and George read that George Orwell again. is no Norm Macdonald. No, <laughs> they they have never made that comparison. If you love George Orwell, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, what's next? Did you watch uh, the NFL, NFL playoffs this weekend, Hampton? I did. I did. <laughs> You're like reading my mind. I watched all four yeah. games. <clears throat> and now what we have remaining is Case Keenum, Nick Foles, Blake Bortles, and Tom Brady. Just like we all thought it would be at the beginning of the season. A dream Final Four of quarterbacks. Really? I mean, it's four Hall of Famers right there. It's unbelievable. <clears throat> Blake Bortles, who a lot of people thought like shouldn't even be a quarterback anymore. Nick Foles, who basically wasn't a quarterback three I weeks ago. I wish we ago. had him two years ago. Uh, we did. Four years ago then. Because it was four years ago that Nick Foles was actually a good quarterback for the Eagles. Where he threw like 27 touchdowns and two interceptions in 2013. Is that what is that? Oh, has he just been on the Eagles no, the whole time? He he played with the Eagles the next year and either got hurt or lost his job. Then went to um, I'm gonna say the Rams, the St. Louis Rams at the time. Oh, that could be. Um, oh yeah, because I think he's been with Jeff Fisher a lot. Yeah, and then he went to the Chiefs, 
last year under Andy Reid. Oh, that's Andy Reid. And then back to back to the Eagles. How about that? So, but here's the thing. This is going to be a hot take. I think the Jags can beat the Pats, and if Minnesota meets the Pats in the Super Bowl, Minnesota can definitely also beat them because the Super Bowl this year is in Minnesota. People aren't talking Ooh, about that. I, I sure as hell wasn't talking about that. Well, you don't watch a play of NFL football Listen, anymore, so... Um, I do other manly stuff on Sundays, so... <laughs> Were you grilling? Uh, no, I was at a musical with my wife. Um, my wife. We went and saw um, the Phantom of the Opera. Uh, I bought her a Christmas present to go watch Phantom of the Opera. That's kind of badass. Where was it that was at? It was at the Ohio Theater, right across from the oh, State House. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> it is pretty awesome. I've, but, <clears throat> excuse me. I, I get all Are choked okay? up when I talk about theater. Um <laughs> Have you ever seen Have you ever seen The Phantom of the Opera? Do you know anything about the story? I actually don't. Either did I. So he wears the half mask. That's that he wears guy, a right? half mask, and I I guess I assumed it was like a watered down or a similar story to like Beauty and the Beast, which I can't say I know that story that well either. But like the perception I got from Beauty and the Beast, and therefore the Phantom of the Opera, is that the Phantom was like a a, a, a good dude deep inside who's just ugly and eventually the girl will like him for what's on the inside, right? Oh, that could be because like uh, the Lion King is, what are they That's like Hamlet, I think. Yeah. Anyway, The Lion King on. is like Hamlet. You're right. I never thought of that, but it is. Well, I'm a thinker. So, that's my original so idea. I, ass- <laughs> I assumed that this was like a love story and and the Phantom was going to be like, he's going to get the girl. Well, spoiler alert, he doesn't. Like, the Phantom is a legit dickhead. He's like a terrorist. So he's he's making demands of these theater owners to, like, recast the play. And if they don't follow, if they don't do exactly what he says, he, like, kills people. Uh, it's, it's a very dark, <laughs> very dark show. And then... Wow. Uh, fast forward to the end, he doesn't get the girl. The girl goes with... Uh, her like childhood sweetheart and the Phantom of the Opera dies alone. So then are you supposed to be like, yes, I'm glad that motherfucker died no, alone. No, because I'm talking to my, I'm talking to my wife, um, <laughs> who's seen this many times. And I'm like, so, so I'm like, so the Phantom is like a terrorist then. Right. And she's like, well, no, he's just this evil genius. Who's like misunderstood. And, and I'm like, no, classic. no, no, he's like a bad dude. There's not much. His only <laughs> redeeming quality is like he's good at music. <laughs> I was going to ask if he has any redeeming I qualities. Mean, so he's, he's good, good at music. music. But he, he like, okay, he commits several. He, that he can commits get you several far. felonies during the course of this movie. Uh, several <laughs> acts of terrorism, uh, kidnapping, um, probably a, an alleged sexual assault. Um, the Phantom, not a good dude. I'm going out on a limb. <laughs> Felony schmelony. That's what I always, always say. say that. I know. Um, but overall, um, you know, so we're both doing manly things. I'm at the, the theater and you're watching football. Yeah. Football. Yeah. Just like how I used to play it back in the day. <laughs> yeah. So manly. Now, this also reminded me. 
I remember seeing you in a play when you were in high school. Was that a musical or a play? Or was it like a sketch thing? It was a play. I was the uh, I was the lead in the Beverly Hillbillies. You myself, were the lead? Yeah, I played Jed Clampett my sophomore year in high school. Can I tell you what I remember and you can be like astonished at how accurate sure. it is? You probably won't even remember in this detail. I remember there's a scene where, oh man, I hope part of this is right at least. There's a scene where you're like uh, picking kids to play a sports game. Does this ring a bell? Uh, so that far? was, I think, a different play. That was like a one act play. Oh, well, you're like, oh, yeah. Okay. But, okay, so this one. And you're like, uh, the other, and you're the captain of one of the teams, I think, like picking of the course. people. And someone else was the captain of another team. And someone else picked, like, this nerd, like, first overall. And you were like, we wanted to pick him. His mom was going to give me $5 to pick him because he usually always got picked yeah. last. I don't remember this, but. That's, that's what I remember. <laughs> that would have been cool if you remembered it. <laughs> Did that give you a good idea to have Marge start giving people 5 bucks so you got picked earlier? Oh, oh good slam. One. No, we played all the sports in my backyard, so I they had, sure. I had you to were be a good athlete. on the team. You were. Athlete schmathlete, that's what I say. say that. Athlete mathlete. I was an athlete mathlete. Three cube twenty seven. Yeah, I, I used to do okay. drama club. What of it? You wanna pick a fight with me? I was in two I was in two musicals. Oh, in were high you really? What about it? Oh man. Yeah. I thought I was. I thought it was the cool one, kid doing that. Uh, well, one of them they made me be in because, like, I think that was the. They had chorus in high school. It like was either the second year of chorus or the first year of chorus. They made everybody who was in chorus be in the um, musical. So that year I had to be in it. Then my senior year, one of my teachers was like, "You're always talking and interrupting class. Why don't you be in the musical?" And I think I was, like, flattered that she asked me, and I was like, all right. Oh, and by the way, they were, like, super fucking fun. Like, the musical my sophomore year when they made everybody from chorus be in it was, like, the funnest thing I did in high school. Yeah, I had a blast doing the plays, but I only did them, like, my freshman and sophomore year, and then got, then I... Then you're worried about your reputation? Well, yeah, like, (laughs) no, not, I wasn't worried about my reputation, because, um... But it takes a lot of time to do a play, and then I was also doing like the sports stuff, right? So, yeah, that w- yeah, because both years I did it, it was during baseball, so I like had baseball practice and whatever you call it practice on the same day. What were your musicals? Plus, uh, plus, uh, when I was a freshman and sophomore, like all the hot girls were doing drama that were like juniors and seniors, so I got to hang out with them. Oh, that. Was the yeah. appeal to me. Brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> uh, what were your What were your musicals, Hampton? My sophomore year was uh, Guys and Dolls. So that was which like one were you? People were shooting craps and stuff. Okay, I would, and I would just be like in the background of like a crap hall, or whatever you'd call it. I meant which were you a guy or you a doll? Was, I was a guy. It was a was little a quick joke, but I had to rewind it because you didn't get it. Well, your mic's cutting in and out. Is it? You're you. You're using subpar equipment, maybe. But uh, my senior year was, uh, fuck, M- the music man. 
Matthew Broderick movie. Yeah. I played the mayor in that one. Look it up. Um, one of our big, one of our big listeners, listeners, Turner, um, is a big fan of that musical. He would. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't even remember what it's about. Traveling salesman kind of thing. I know that. Yeah, maybe. So, in other news, uh, Cranberry's lead singer died. Oh no. You won't see her no more. She gone. So what else do you know? What else is up? <clears throat> I hope she doesn't come back as a zombie. Oh, wow. You did it. <laughs> People are going to get that joke. Yeah, you should play that in the intro. Oh, thanks for ruining, ruining <laughs> it. You can edit this out. I guess they'll already have heard it by now anyways. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. What else you got? Nothing? Anything? No. Nope. Something? I, I think we're good. All right. Let's get out of here. All right. See ya. Bye.